Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You're listening to the Underground Podcast Network. This is an NMJ segment rebroadcast of the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, syndicated by the GCN Live Satellite System on the Westwood One Radio Network out of the Salem Broadcasting Network flagship station WGUL AM860 in Tampa, Florida. Captain's America, Third Watch. Coming to you live from Tampa. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll-free, 877-969-8600. I'm your captain. I'm your captain. On the air, taking on enemies foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty. We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts, by our courage. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. America. Hello, world, and welcome to the Captain's America Third Watch. I am the Captain Matt Bruce as we broadcast from my flagship station, AM 860, the answer here in Tampa, Florida, to great radio stations all across America. And a special shout-out goes to our military men and women who are listening to us right now all across America and around the world, too, via the satellite, plus our first responders, our EMTs, our firefighters, our police, hospital and ER room workers, our Border Patrol and 911 dispatchers to for your service to America and keeping all of us free and safe. And to all those people working on the Third Watch, the truckers, the warehouse, the factory workers, the butchers, the bakers, the maintenance and janitorial workers, the mechanics, keeping things running, construction workers, and bulk mail centers, too. Thanks for all you do to keep America rolling along. Now, don't forget to check out the CaptainsAmericaThirdWatch.com website. That's the CaptainsAmericaThirdWatch.com website. And you can follow us on Facebook, the Captain's America Third Watch, or on Twitter at Captain's America. All right, joining us right now, as he does every Monday and Friday, we have Frank Silvano, managing editor of the New Media Journal and host of the Underground USA podcast. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Mr. Captain. All righty. What do you say? What do you say that we say the Pledge of Allegiance? That's what I say. You ready? Let's do it. All right. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States, States of America and, and to the Republic. Republic 
Corey Richard stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. And we emphasize the two words, under God, because this great country of ours was founded on Judeo-Christian values. Well, first of all, before we get started, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, Steve Big Dog Dooming, uh, who was a legendary sportscaster here in the Tampa Bay market for about 30 uh, years thereabouts. Uh, he passed away yesterday at the age of 65. He had done his final show back in February. Uh, he'd been heard around the country before on numerous different broadcasts that he'd, he'd done, and uh, he will be missed. He will be missed. So, Big Dog, I know there's a cloud for him up there in the sky. Yeah, condolences, and uh, he and his family are in my prayers. Yep, and uh, let's talk about the president, and let's talk about what he did last night uh, with his new immigration plan, because here are the five points that we need to know about this. Number one, it creates a permanent self-sustaining border security trust fund for law enforcement financed with fees collected at the border crossings themselves. Number two, it restores the integrity to America's broken asylum system by expediting relief for legitimate asylum seekers and sending those who abuse the system back home where they came from. Number three, it modernizes the dysfunctional legal immigration process by increasing the number of legal immigrants selected based on skill or merit from 12% to 57%. Number four, it prioritizes the immediate family of new immigrants, spouses, and children by moving them to the front of the line over distant relatives who use family claims as a tool to get ahead in the queue. And number five, establish a standard, universal, points-based criteria for admission to the United States, no matter where you were born or who you are related to. I think that's a great idea. Well, it's long overdue, and each of those points is, is an absolute necessity for modernizing immigration into the 21st century. Now, whether Democrats are, you know, Democrats are never going to give him a victory on anything. Nope. So let the battle begin. But the, but each of those points, when you look at them for what they're worth, makes sense. And, and it's, it's long overdue and needed. And Democrats will be the first ones to tell you. That, that the immigration system needs to be reformed and modernized into the 21st century. So every person who talks against what the, any of these points is is being hypocritical to what they say is needed. Yeah, and uh, the Democrats have claimed to be, for many of these concepts at different times in their careers, and in many cases in very recent history, but... Uh, I just don't see the Democrats coming along with this, and this will be another nail in their coffin come the election time because the people, the American people, definitely want something done about our borders, securing our borders, and making the uh, getting getting rid of the the big reason that we can't really touch them. Oh, I want an asylum! Are they going to kill me, my country? I want an asylum! No, we got to stop that stuff. We got to stop that well, stuff. In every other country in the world, when you look at their at their immigration process and the, and the policies that they have for their immigration, um, th- those policies actually help and bolster 
the, the societies in those countries. We're one of the only countries that have that has had an immigration policy mm-hmm. that has worked to our detriment. Mm-hmm. Now you uh, want now, now now as to the Democrats opposing this, of course they are. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump could say that it's daylight at high noon, and they would say it's midnight. Yeah. You know, they've been all all they're doing is executing politics. They're not governing. They haven't governed for a second since Trump took office. Now the reason this will work is because of the way it was developed. It was not developed by politicians. It was designed by a, a with significant input from our law enforcement professionals that work along the border. Now you imagine that. You actually got people who understand what's happening at the border to craft immigration policy. It, it, it's stunning, you know, for, for, our, for our government, for our federal government in this day and age to actually do the right thing, it, 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 they want to portray it as, as being outside the box and shocking. Mm-hmm. This is the way government should be. Get the most qualified people to actually craft uh, policy and, and, and procedure and, and have that input put towards legislation in order to, to, to be signed into law. Don't put special interests in there. When you put special interest in there to craft legislation or, or think politically, you end up with Obamacare. When you get people who know what the hell they're talking about to craft policy and legislation, you get this. Alrighty, hold that thought, and folks should be right back with more with Frank Silvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Kathy, give them the phone number. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Yeah, you are. And this portion of the Captain's America Third Watch is brought to you by our friends down at Mixon's Groveside Cafe, located at the Mixon Fruit Farm. Now, you've heard me talk about Mixon Fruit Farms many, many times, but did you know their Groveside Cafe is the hidden gem of Bradenton? Now, they have got some great lunches that they serve down there, and I want you to uh, check them out. Check out their lunch menu. They're located at 2525 27th Street South in Bradenton, Florida. You can call ahead for an order, 941-748-5829, but I'm telling you, you won't regret making that call, and you won't regret showing up there for lunch. They have got some great Great items on the menu. My favorite is the uh, pressed Cuban sandwich, which is one of the best ones I've ever had. All right, back very quickly to Frank Silvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Mr. Captain. We have a question from a caller. Are you ready? I am. All right, good morning, caller. What's your name, where you're calling from, and what's your question? Uh, This is John, um, Sarasota. Hi, John. I had a question if uh, anybody remembers Muhammad Ali's Robidoux. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I want to I want to present that as an analogy to um, the way the Democrats are handling Ocasio Cortez. Mm-hmm. I think what they're trying to do on a lot of issues that are great for Trump is they're trying to distract us with the far left, and they're mm-hmm. trying to expend the energy of Republicans on these crazy ideas to to keep the good news that Trump presents with all his 
great things for the accomplices. Okay. They're trying to keep the good news off the off the airwaves. Mm-hmm. And I just want to see what you guys think All right. about that, that possibility, the rope-a-dope. All right. Thanks. Thank you very much, John. I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Okay, well, Frank, I do tend to agree with what he said to begin with, because any time they can control the airwaves with what the, whatever it is that's going on, because all you got to do is take a look and see what the what the uh, headlines are almost any day. Uh, it should be things like uh, what's been transpiring in Iran, what's been going on behind the scenes. I mean, a lot of people don't even know that it's not two tankers, it's three tankers, and they tried to, to go after four. And they were trying to sink those ships. That was their goal, but it didn't work. Explosives weren't quite big enough. And then they've had four attacks on their pipeline with drones. Drones. Yeah, you, you, you have to understand that. The caller is absolutely right. When whenever something happens that is that is substantive for for Donald Trump or his administration, or actually even even the the people who want to move in the Republican Party who want mm-hmm. to move legislation in the correct way mm-hmm. the left will always go with sensationalistic garbage in order to maintain control of the narrative on the airwaves mm-hmm. that's a job one for democrats is maintaining the narrative it doesn't mm-hmm. matter whether it's real whether it's not real whether it's true not true it has to be sensationalistic so that's one aspect of it and the other aspect of it is is msnbc cnn and the alphabet media need sensationalistic headlines to keep their advertisers because they don't they don't go with the news they've made news entertainment now so you have to you have to keep one upping yourself with sensationalism otherwise people get bored of the pablum well here's some of the entertainment that made news yesterday it's called bill de blasio here's 39 seconds of him and listen to the way he announces his uh candidacy for president it was not like anything folks that you've ever heard from anybody anywhere before listen to this There's plenty of money in this world. There's plenty of money in this country. It's just in the wrong hands. Here in New York City, a place that is legendarily tough and big and complicated. The good thing about New Yorkers is they look the same whether they're really pissed off at you or they like you. We built an agenda that puts working families first. We had to fight all over the city, all over the state, to make sure that people got a decent wage. We are raising the wage to $15 an hour. Waitresses and dishwashers and store clerks and people who work in small manufacturing firms, the backbone of New York City. You will have the legal guarantee for the first time of paid sick leave. This has never existed anywhere else in this country. Fully comprehensive, guaranteed health care. My wife, Charlene, and I believe health care is a human right. It has to be available for all. It has to be affordable. And it has to include mental health services. Wow. I mean, he didn't even get to talking about the part where this is where I declare my... He did that down the bottom. But isn't that something? Well, Comrade de Blasio is That's the, it. Of course, of course he wants to have redistribution of wealth. It's the socialist thing to do. And, you know, who are we? If, if the money's in the wrong hands, you know, and this means people who actually earn, earn money, people who actually create wealth for mm-hmm. themselves and those that they employ, who would be the right hands? Bill de Blasio, who, whose wife loses almost a billion dollars as co-mayor? 
Bill de Blasio, who who has actually destroyed all of the gains that a lot of that a lot of mayors have made for New York City's over the over the years, both Democrat and Republican. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, take a look at the pension funds there, their, their inability to be able to put their 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 legislated requirement in. Yeah, and let me and let me stop you a minute for the pension fund. I just did a story with Chris Markowski to Watchdog on Wall Street in the prior segment before the top of the hour. Every major blue city run by the Democrats has a deficiency in their pension funds. There isn't enough money there. Yeah, and that's because of how they negotiated with unions who mm-hmm. always make sure they deliver votes for Democrats mm-hmm. uh, over the years. When you when you agree to things that can't possibly be maintained financially, this is where you end up. And that's what happens when you promise crony people you'll do what they want them to do if you just put me in the office. There's no fiscal responsibility there. Mm-hmm. And Phil de Blasio is a perfect example of this. Yep. Yep, yep. And I'm talking, everybody, to Frank Silvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal. Find him on Facebook and also the uh, Underground USA podcast, also over on Facebook. Now, you know, you can't make this stuff up. And uh, I talked about the fact that I mentioned Iran there, basically. Um, uh, the situation at the United Arab Emirates, we were told to begin with, uh, the reports came out earlier in the week, and you and I were talking about this, that there were tankers on fire at the docks in the United Arab uh, Emirates port, and the uh, port was on fire, flames burning, and this, that, and the other. Well, truth be known, they tried to blow them up as they were sitting at anchor outside the port because they were getting ready to load, but there was no room for them to come in to load their product, number one. So somebody stuck some explosive devices uh, on the four tankers. It went off on three of them, not the fourth one, thank goodness, Uh, two Saudi Arabian and one Norwegian. And by the way, you haven't heard a word out of Norway in all this, and they had one of their tankers bombed. Well, you're never going to hear anything out of Norway because they're, they're pacifists all the way around. Um, but the, you know, Saudi Arabia, I mean, there's, there are news reports out there and you don't hear this everywhere in the media. They're calling on the United States to respond militarily. Yes, they are. And that is all part of the PSYOPs operation. Uh, pardon me to uh, alert the fact that, uh, Iran, you're on notice. Uh, it's going to be our big brother coming with us. It's just not going to be us. But then they had four separate attacks on a pipeline coming out of the United Arab Emirates going uh, towards Saudi Arabia and uh, towards the other uh, ports up along the uh, African coast, if you will. And uh, the uh, drones were used in that. Now, we, we know that was the Houthis because they said so. And by the way, Iran has been giving them drones specifically for that reason to use to attack things with buildings, people, whatever. Well, and contrary to what Diane Feinstein said about saber rattling, about the Trump administration marching towards war with Iran, this is something that has been in the making ever for a very, very long time, even before uh, George W. Bush was in office. We have this is the setup of the big match. You have the Shiite Iranians and the Sunni Saudis. Uh-huh. They are going to do gigantic battle for control of not only the Middle East. But the Islamic society over there, this has been coming for hundreds of years. Yep, it has. We, we would we would be best to take a very cautious tone in this and let them go about their cultural war. 
I, I do not see any benefit for the United States inserting themselves in the battle against between the Shiite and the Sunni. I don't either. We have we have gigantic oil reserves right here in the United States. If mm-hmm. we are politically astute in Venezuela, we have a giant oil reserve that we'll be able to tap in there. Yeah. Let them drown in oil that costs that, that is worth nothing over there. Yeah, and we need to take Maduro out down in, down in Venezuela. We need to get him the hell out of there. All right. Well, we run out of time. We'll talk to you on Monday, my friend. You have yourself a great weekend. You too. Stay well. All right. Frank Sovato, managing editor of the New Media Journal and the Underground USA podcast, coming back with some spots. We're going to speak about spots with the insurance quarterback, Patrick Hyland. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. This podcast segment has been brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company, makers of all-natural, handcrafted, exotic blend teas. When it comes to tea... No matter what your preference, the Emerald Coast Tea Company has a tea or tea blend just for you. Order yours today at emeraldcoastteacompany.com. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe to our podcast, like us, and share us with your friends. The Underground USA podcasts can be heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, and accessed through the Himalaya podcast app for all your smart devices. This podcast is a production of Underground USA, accessible at undergroundusa.com. You're listening to the Underground Podcast Network.